and welcome to Creeps and Crime Storytime. My name is Charlie. My name is Sophie. And we have another episode for you today. We do. So, how do I introduce the show? To me or to... Just in general, my brain stopped. Um, I don't know. (laughs) It's... I promise I don't tune out whenever you do this. (laughs) No. Apparently I... habitual. Apparently I do tune out because... You can switch off and go on autopilot. Yeah, I've just... No, I've, right now I've just switched off. You have. I've just switched off. You look pretty blank. Thanks. It's Chris Christ story time. <laughs> Thanks so I'm Sophie. And today we're going to tell you a story about... All about how my life got flipped and upside down. Why am oh! I being chaotic right oh, now? fucking guess. We've not swapped places. <laughs> so this is a Charlie episode. Yes. I've not jumped into the chaos seat. I just had a weird... No, we had a moment. Just had a brain fart. <laughs> it was um, beautiful. <laughs> It was not. <laughs> anyway. So nice. Back to Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, you know what? You were back in the chaos seat. You took it back. I am. You took it you back real fast. <laughs> yeah. Whoop. Here we go. Anyway. <laughs> Let's just go. So our story this week is taking us to the 31st of May. Pedals on the floor. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't decide whether I want to edit all of this out or not. Nah, keep it. Fucking hell. Right. Our story this week is taking us not that far back. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? Instead of exhaling, I'm just going to have a big... <laughs> and then I kind of suffocating. Like, so you, what you're telling me is you just breathed wrong. Yes. <laughs> I see. I'm just going to have a large gulp of gin and then I will oh, be... Oh, me too. Girl, I better not spit this up. Fucking hell. Right. We're going to start now. Take a deep breath. And out. Right. Our story today is taking us to 2014. So this week, we're going to be blending a little bit of creep in with our crime. So it's not going to be full creep, but there is going to be some creepy elements here that we're going to have to explore together. I love it. Have you heard of Slenderman? Yes. Oh my God. I have. Sophie just looked so fucking excited. It's so nostalgic for me. So Sophie is really familiar and loves creepypasta and scary stories and just all kinds of creepy internet shit and I'm sure that you've heard of Slenderman before he made the news in relation to this attack that we're going to be discussing. Mm -hmm. The story might be familiar to a lot of you because it didn't happen that long ago. So a lot of you are probably familiar with this case already and the unusual nature of the crime meant that it made headlines all over the world because I'd heard of this before I started listening to true crime podcasts. Mm, I mean, mm. obviously, I've heard of a lot of random crimes because I'm into crime. Yeah. But I didn't hear about it through a podcast or anything. I heard about it when it happened. Like on the news and stuff. Yeah, because it was was everywhere because it was really fucking weird. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of the Jamie Bulger case that we have here in England. Mm, Um, Not... There's a lot of things that aren't similar, but there are a few things that are, and we'll get into it. You'll, You'll figure out why soon enough. There's not slender men. Just the one slender, slender man. man. Just one slender man. Okay, that's good. I'll take it. So we need to start by talking about three girls. Okay. Morgan Geezer. Geyser. Fuck. I can't what? remember how you say it. <laughs> Morgan. I'm gonna How would you say that? <laughs> that's like a volcano. Geezer. Like a geezer. Geyser. Geyser. <laughs> how do I fucking Morgan Geyser, why are you so complicated? It didn't What's seem weird name? the first time I read it. Morgan and now... Geyser? Geyser? Morgan Geyser. I'm going to say Geyser. G-E-Y-S-E-R. Geyser. Geyser. Peyton Lutner and Anissa Weir 
Anissa Weir. Sorry, I know that one's Anissa. At the time of the incident, all three girls were 12 years old and they Mm. were the best of friends. And they were tiny. 12 years old is not very old. If you you think 12-year-old's a little man. So Morgan's mother, Angie, told HBO that Morgan was actually a surprise pregnancy and that she immediately changed the family dynamic for the better. Yeah. As a young child, Morgan was headstrong. She knew what she wanted. She'd come out head first. And she... I mean, they're supposed to, so... <laughs> I, maybe. I'm here, Mom. <laughs> so, she would, quote, march to the beat of her own drum, end quote. No, stop. Right, what? this morning I was walking to the Met. I shit you not, I had that quote as I was walking to the Met stop, like, down a hill in the dark at, like, 7 in the morning. Why did you think of that quote? I don't know. And I was, I was just walking and watching my feet in the puddles and then, like, marched to the beat of... Her own drum and I was like, what is that from? That's weird. Anyway, ah, putting maybe, that thought aside, <laughs> Angie was always proud that her daughter would do what she wanted without seeming to succumb to the societal expectations of girls to be demure or quiet. Hell yeah. Anissa's dad, Bill, recalled how she loved to practice quiet in her bedroom, her singing hood all throughout the house, even through the closed door. Yeah. The door wasn't allowed to be closed when she used her iPad, though. Oh. Her parents wanted to know what she was doing on the internet and insisted that there were no secrets in the house. That's so good. they That's had an open door policy. They were like, open yeah. doors if you're using the internet. Which, Fair. I get it. That Especially makes a lot of sense. in 2014, a lot of stuff is advanced. you got to keep an eye on it. That's fucking true. Peyton was born in 2002, and she mm. grew up right there in Wisconsin. She made friends with Morgan in the fourth grade, when the pair were nine years old. Aww. Peyton has described Morgan as being shy, but also funny. She often sat alone, but was funny when you got to know her. Like, to oh. be honest, that sounds kind of like both of us. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I was looking at you. Yeah, I know. <gasps> anyway, oh, let's hope the similarities end there. Yeah. Okay, I mean... Let's hope they end there. I hope so. What the fuck is going on? Do you on? know this case? I think I do. Right, okay. Let's see where but it goes. We won't No spoilers. That. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> The two were super close friends, and Morgan even gave Peyton a cute nickname. She called her Bella. Aww. So Morgan would just call Peyton Bella. She wouldn't call her Peyton. Should I worry about you and the names you gave me? What's going to happen? <laughs> God. Oops. You are, you are in a weird mood today, are you not? You are. I don't know if the mic can hear you whispering. It might just sound like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> No, I'm I'm in a, a weird mood, but I've also got some kind of mental delay, and I'm just excited. I'm excited to do this. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really excited. excited to be back. Nice. So they joined the sixth grade in Wildcatia <laughs> South Fork. <laughs> You're saying that I'm in a weird mood. So they joined the sixth grade in Wildcatia South High School and befriended classmate Anissa. Morgan's mother Angie was really happy that her daughter had made another friend because Morgan didn't have a lot of friends, only Peyton. Angie said that she was happy her daughter would have someone else to play with. Yeah, which is just about the most innocent thought in the world. It is, it's very wholesome. And that's exactly what you should be able to think when your young daughter makes a new friend at school. Yeah. When you're 12, you're at a weird turning point in life. Mm -hmm. You are, of course, still a child, but you don't feel like one. No. And you're not an adult either. You're in this Mm. unknown in-between place, which is totally new to you. And there's a lot of things you have to learn to figure out all at once. Mm-hmm. Puberty is hard, 
Yeah, and depending on your circumstances, it can be a lot harder for some than for others. Mm-hmm. We've talked previously about how it's very common for young people to take solace and look for shelter in the warm, comforting arms of the internet. Oh, yes. Where there's a niche corner for everyone, and no matter how fucking weird you are, yeah. there's someone somewhere that will accept you. Yeah. Like fellow no-sleepers on those boards. I exactly. Welcome. Yeah. So Bianca Devins was the last story we told that highlighted the dangers of people you meet on the internet because yeah. the young artist was murdered by someone she considered to be a very close friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This story is a little different. So yeah. rather than highlighting stranger danger or growing close to new people, mm-hmm. this tale reveals that people you think you know can actually be vastly different on the inside. It also presents a fascinating debate, a modern twist on nature versus nurture. If someone is never exposed to a certain trigger, perhaps a piece of media, will that person still end up acting out in the same way? If Anissa, Peyton and Morgan lived in a period of time where the internet didn't exist, would this story still play out in the same way? It's not something that we can ever know for certain, but Mm. I found myself thinking about this a lot while I was writing the script for this episode. Yeah. I hope that we are able to have a debate about it while I tell you the story. Oh, definitely. And I hope that the people listening, yes, I'm talking about you. Yeah, you Have something to think about while you sip your morning coffee or drive home from work or cook dinner or whatever it is you're doing while our voices keep you company. Mm -hmm. It's genuinely a tough one to figure out. It is because there's so many variables that are around it that could still kick something into place that we and then the thing is that we'll place. never know we won't because no other fork in the road got mm-hmm. traveled down yeah. only this one mm-hmm. so we'll never know and the nature versus nurture it's a question that's been asked over and over and over again and i believe that it's a mixture mm-hmm. of both things mm-hmm. yeah like i believe if this particular trigger didn't go off I think something else would have at some point. Yeah, it would it would have gone that kind of but way. But it's anyway. still but you don't know. No, you don't. And know. it's just yeah, it's it's really fascinating and I'm looking forward to hopefully sparking some questions in Ooh, our listeners. Yeah. As opposed to I think they'll be excited. Yeah. So now that we've met our three female leads in this story, we mm-hmm. need to introduce a fourth character. Cool. Slenderman. Hello. <laughs> if you've spent any amount of time on any sort of niche alternative corner of the internet, you will probably know who this is. Mm-hmm, if sure. not, or you need a refresh, <laughs> I will introduce him. Thank you. I'm going to start off by saying that Slenderman isn't real. Yeah, he's not real. Don't he's worry not about real. Don't... He's a fictional character made up as part of a scary image set to spook viewers online. Yeah. You'll probably hear the term creepypasta a lot in relation to Slenderman, and I will explain yeah, what sure. that is. Okay. So everyone knows that on a computer, you can copy and paste something to duplicate it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of stories floated around the internet on places like 4chan, where the same story would get posted hundreds or thousands of times. These blocks of text would eventually be referred to as copy pasta, as in copy paste. Yeah, control C. It was kind of an affectionate nickname given to these copied texts by 4chan. Mm -hmm. So after a while, people began to write creepy little stories because being scared is kind of fun. It's why we watch horror movies, why haunted houses exist at fairgrounds. There's also lots of places online where you can write a spooky story and people will go there to read it. And, and these horror themed yeah, exactly. And these horror themed texts began to be known as creepypasta, an obviously themed spin on copypasta. Yeah. 
If you want a recommendation on where to read some good ones, I frequent the No Sleep subreddit. Yes. I like No Sleep. It's good if you want some spooky shit. Yeah. So now that we've explained that, let's mm. have a closer look at Slenderman himself. Okay. Slenderman is made is a is a made-up character created in 2009 by a dude called Eric Knudsen. He was a user of the forum Something Awful, which isn't really that awful, but just hosts a lot of blogs, forums, reviews, and other random stuff. Mm, yeah. A contest was hosted on the website in which contestants had to create a paranormal image to frighten the life out of the other forum members. Yeah. Eric understood the assignment and he, <laughs> he found he found two old black and white photos of children and in the background he photoshopped in a very tall, yep. very thin figure of a man wearing a black suit. The man had unnaturally long arms and no face. Honestly. That's creepy. Honestly, right? Eric did a fucking bang up job. Yeah, he did. He even wrote creepy little captions under the photos as well to add a touch of realism to what he was trying to portray. And they're mm-hmm. really good. They are. So I'm going to post the photos to the Instagram. So if you want to see, yes. go take a look because they're really well done. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Great work, Eric. Eric Absolutely. himself is a bit of a horror fan and he was inspired by Mothman, Ooh. Stephen King, H.P. Lovecraft, Resident Evil, and Silent Hill. Ooh, so all of the shit that we yes. like. Yes. So the photos were amazing and they went viral really quickly. They did. They were... People were spooked. And like we said earlier, everyone loves being scared by something, especially mm-hmm. if it's not real. Yeah. Because you're frightened, but you're also safe. Yeah. Because it's not going to get you. It's not a real threat. Exactly. And you're like, this is causing me and my, my fear to be engaged. Exactly. So, so Slenderman isn't going to come and get you because he's not real. No, he's not going to So it's, it's harmless. To be scared by him because there's no threat there. The captions under the photos implied that Slenderman would make children commit violent acts that they otherwise would not commit. Mm. And then he would abduct them, spiriting them away somewhere only he knew. That's so creepy. It's fucking creepy. I've got a little hut with all these children and stuffed in. (laughs) They were bad. (laughs) Don't do crime I wonder if like Slenderman accidentally took too many kids and then he was like how am i gonna feed all these fucking kids yeah and they were like (laughs) i feel like that was never covered i think it was very short term yeah i feel like that was never covered in the stories so pretty quickly people were making tribute works to eric's creation yeah writing fan fiction stories about slenderman and making more photoshopped images Mm. and drawing creepy fan art slenderman became an overnight celebrity it did not take long for Slenderman to be less associated with his character Eric. Yeah. But something that seemed to belong to the internet as a whole. For so sure. he yeah. became the internet's spooky guy. Spooky, yeah, basically. Um thousands of people online all over the world had sort of adopted him yeah. and created all kinds of stories and pieces of art centered around him. Have you seen people that have crushes on him? I literally like researching this case. I have seen so much. <laughs> They're like, he's so gorgeous and like long. It's like, and he's, got, me. he's so like, gorgeous. And do long. you hear yourself? This guy isn't even real. He's got no bitch. face. <laughs> he wears the same suit for over a decade. Oh my god. <laughs> you want to go on with that fight? So but he's anyway, 
We're not talking about what Slenderman smells like. <laughs> Some cool pieces of media included a video series which was done in the found footage style, ah, yes, which yes. got super popular and was very spooky. Mm. And YouTube channels popped up dedicated entirely to Slenderman content. Okay. There was even a video game made three years after his creation in 2012. Oh, yeah. And it was downloaded over two million times in the first month of being released. And I remember there was absolutely shitloads of like Let's Play videos on mm. that where people would film themselves playing it because it was really scary. Yeah. So so then people like would like fucking shit themselves. Shit themselves. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. So my favorite thing about Slenderman is not that he's creepy as fuck, but that he doesn't have a set canon or law. No. So because Eric was intentionally quite vague when he made him up, because mm. sometimes, let's face it, so sometimes things with more questions than answers are scarier. Because people love having their questions answered. Yeah. So when something is not answerable, mm-hmm. it's creepy. So it also meant that depending on who was making fan art or writing a story, the background of the character and his motivations would change quite a lot. Yeah. Slenderman could be anything or anyone that you wanted him to be. Or anywhere. Yeah. At any time. We're recording with the lights off, by the way. <laughs> I'm just gonna put we've decided and to record. Halloween. We've decided to record with the lights off for some fucking reason. Because we're idiots. <laughs> anyway. Sometimes he's depicted with a blank face. Sometimes yeah. he's depicted only with a mouth. Mm. Sometimes he has black tendrils or tentacles protruding from his back. But in almost every single story, he targets children or teenagers. He drives them insane or coerces them through nightmares or voices to act on his behalf, abducting or killing their friends. Slenderman typically appears in dark forests or abandoned houses or buildings. Mm. Slenderman has become so famous that he's almost reached cryptid status. He isn't real. He was created by Eric Knudsen, yet the photoshopped images get reposted online with people discussing whether or not the photos could be real, when they were taken, how they were found. Eric himself has had to confirm multiple times that he made it up and that Slenderman is not real. I don't get why people don't want to be able to jump that hurdle of, oh, he's not real. However, that doesn't stop some people from choosing to believe in him. And I personally think that that is a choice. Yeah, it is a choice. That's a full-on fucking choice. Mm -hmm. This is where the story of Slenderman crosses paths with the stories of Peyton, Morgan, and Anissa. So by the time 2014 came around, Mm -hmm. the girls were 12 years old, and the three of them were beginning to use the internet more and more frequently, yeah. as is normal. When we were growing up, that was... I mean, I remember dial-up. Yeah, Like, you know, I remember, I remember when we got the internet at home. <laughs> yeah, when we installed everything. Yeah, I remember that. So I'm kind music. of... I'm obviously older than these girls, but I do remember that as I was getting older, mm-hmm. I wanted to go online more. Because you mm-hmm. always want to explore what's new when and you're you a teenager. you more questions for Exactly. And you want answers. So... It's not as if the internet is the bad guy here, at least I don't think so. So there's a lot of articles and there's a lot of conversation online about how, oh, this is the internet's fault and the internet did this. And no. Not at all. I think the internet is amazing. It's an incredible way that people from all over the world can communicate, share ideas, share art, share knowledge. And I just think that when you have young people young impressionable people mm-hmm. you need to teach them responsibility and safety yeah and that responsibility comes down to the parents it does the thing is mum and dad cannot be everywhere all the time mm-hmm. they cannot be omnipresent like slenderman yeah slenderman can <laughs> so 
some people also say, oh, this is mum and dad's fault. I don't think this is the internet's fault. I don't think this is the parents' fault. I think it's just a fucking is it a shit mess? soup. Ooh. Like, loads of things Gross. just came together. In the worst way. Yeah. And that In happens every now and then. It and it's does. not necessarily someone's fault. But I also mm-hmm. do think that at 12, you're capable of making your own choices. Definitely. And, yeah, this is, again, the question. Would things have gone a certain way if certain factors were taken out? We don't know. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. I think if they'd have seen this stuff in a book, they still probably would have. Yeah, if this was if this it. was like, you know, the Regardless internet doesn't the exist, format, but books exist, they'd have then yeah, we'll get it. into it and we'll get into why. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think you're completely on the money. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Um, but yeah, there are reasons for this and I think we'll get into it in a bit. It's completely normal for children around the teenage age to socialise in whatever form is normal in society at the time. Mm -hmm. That's the sort of... I just went on a ramble, but that's the point I wanted to make. (laughs) Well, So the three girls spent time on YouTube and internet forums where all different kinds of media is available. And of course, Slenderman was a huge deal at the time. And he said hi. That's when everything blew up. That's... It was That's the moment. time we're in, yeah. We were so it's not as if the girls were just using the computers to look at awful, terrible things. They also yeah. watched normal videos on YouTube about animals, hair tutorials, and pranks. Oh, that's cool. They were just looking online at normal shit. Yeah. So fun. However, what? however, <laughs> she's pointing a finger at me. Going, yeah, I pointed at her. But however, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Anissa and Morgan began to get into the darker stuff on the internet, Uh-oh. and I mean, I don't mean what we as adults who have seen things would call dark stuff on the internet. Mm. I mean what a relatively sheltered twelve-year-old would call dark stuff on the internet, uh, like nail varnish on MySpace. Well, we'll get into it. Mm. So Anissa began to take online quizzes to find out whether she was a psychopath or a <gasps> sociopath, and she'd make bragging comments when the answers told her she was. Can I be honest? Yes. Quizzes are so fun. Oh my god. I'd be like, yeah, I'm psycho fucking edgelord. So <laughs> And then they give the quiz like a one star rating. <laughs> they don't know me. <laughs> because chaos. <laughs> you are so ca- anyway. <clears throat> she favorited a YouTube video of some stupid woman feeding a live mouse to her pet cat to see what would happen. That's gross. The mouse died, by the way. And she was like, Lol, the mouse got beaten to death. <gasps> yeah, what she's like bitch. twelve. Yeah, she's a oh, cunt. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> It just came out. I'm just going to leave that in, but that was completely unintentional. So, basically, it seems as though Anissa was a bit of an edgelord. She was super dark, super edgy, and super misunderstood. Lots of people go through this phase as a teenager. I just want to say, I did. Yeah, you, you did. All, I, we have our moments. Yeah. The only real problem is when you don't grow out of yeah, it. Get out of it. Basically, like that loser Brandon Clark that we talked about in the Bianca oh, Devins episode. Yeah. Or Does if you're help? these two girls yeah. and you take it way too far. Yeah. Anissa and Morgan came across Slenderman, which was only a matter of time seeing what kinds of things Anissa liked to look up on YouTube. Mm. She immediately became pretty enamored with the character and introduced Morgan and Peyton to him as well. Morgan likewise became enthralled, but Peyton didn't really see the draw. No. She was not a fan. Which is fair enough, not everyone's into spooky shit. Yeah. After the incident, which we'll be talking about, Peyton spoke to People magazine about her friend Morgan becoming so close with Anissa. She said, quote, Everything went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan liked it, and I thought it was real. No. What? (laughs) Morgan liked it and thought it was real. Yeah. I just went along with it. 
I was supportive because I thought that's what she liked. She's an end quote. As Morgan and Anissa got more and more obsessed with Slenderman, Mm. Peyton began to be less of a focus of the girl's time. So Peyton began to lose her best friend Morgan to Anissa, and in turn, then to Slenderman. Classmates of Anissa and one of Morgan's teachers have spoken out about how both girls didn't really have a lot of friends and they only had each other. They got picked on. Or they just went along with their classmates. Yeah. So either they sort of got picked on for being little fucking weirdos. Yeah. Which. I get it. If, if you're going to be like, oh, I'm so edgy. I'm a sociopath. People oh, are going to fucking on pick YouTube. on you. Ooh. You know, like sometimes. You deserve to be picked on. Yeah. Do you I, see I'm shit so, like right, that? So Do I'm it. just saying I got picked on all the way through school. And Same. <laughs> I have to admit that looking back, it's like if I wasn't such a fucking weirdo, then maybe I would have got picked on a bit less. So. I think I have the right to say oh, that if you yeah. behave like a little weirdo, people are going to notice. Yeah. That's it. That's just life. That's just it. It is. Yeah. And these two acted like little weirdos and people noticed. They did. But also, they didn't really have a lot of their own ideas. They also just sort of like followed along with everything else. Yeah. So that's kind of how it went. And the teacher had an insight into this. So mm-hmm. they were basically an echo chamber. So they didn't have a group of peers. So they didn't have anyone to tell them that their ideas were fucking stupid. (laughs) All the obsessive talk about Slenderman, they just bounced off each other. And it just got worse and worse and worse because they were both feeding into this and like hyping each other up. And supporting each other. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no one to say, hey, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Stupid. And poor Peyton in the middle, not knowing what to say or do, she didn't want to be the boring one that disagreed. So she just sort of went along with it, but she was like, eh, this is dumb. But you finally got two great friends. You don't want to unimpress them anymore. Exactly. So the thing is, the ideas around Slenderman Mm -hmm. began to get wilder. The perf fully began to believe that he was real. Like, fully. Or at least they acted as though they did. Yeah, I feel like. So, when you're young, impressionable, and desperately looking to fit in it would be easy to allow yourself to sink into this pretend world where you're special and spooky and important in some way to someone when really you know it's pretend but we will probably never know whether or not anisa and morgan really believed it but the important thing is that they acted as though they did Mm -hmm. and that's the part that we have to keep hold of going forward okay so Peyton's birthday came around and the three families organised a sleepover party for her on May the 31st, 2014. Yay. Is this date familiar? Oh, yes. It's my ex's birthday. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when I started the story, I said that we're going back to the 31st of May, 2014. Oh, yeah. So well, this is the date when shit goes if down. If any comfort, I didn't get her a birthday present because five days before that, she broke up me. <laughs> Do you want me to edit that out or keep it in? <laughs> nah, I'm not. <laughs> You know? I don't miss her so <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just gonna put that aside for one second. Yeah, sure. So they would go skating at the roller rink. That's fun. And then go to Morgan's house to sleep over. That's really cute. I just realized also that the yeah. last episode we did also yeah. featured something going awry at a sleepover. Oh fuck it. So maybe we should like <laughs> not maybe have a sleepover tonight. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have a sleepover tonight. What if this is gonna die? No, we're gonna be fine because we like each other. Slenderman isn't real, so there's no need <laughs> for me to panic. Real. I'm just drunk. That's all this is. So there's a really cute picture of the three of them together. 
this would be the last photo of the three friends all hanging out oh, together. Oh, that made me feel sick thinking about that because of the other case with the picture of them all together. Well, this is another one with ah, the picture of them all together. He's parallel. I'm going to post it on the gram. Mm. They had a really good time at the roller rink. Morgan's mom reminisces that the three girls were all giggling and holding hands oh, and generally just being 12 year olds and having a nice time. They were just being I know there's two evil children in this, but that is very few of them. To be <laughs> they ordered pizza, which is always pizza. a good shout. Maybe we should order pizza soon because I want pizza Let's also. Do it. Are you being serious or are you just... No, I mean we should order pizza soon. Like tonight? No, <laughs> because it's late. But I mean like soon as in like pizza. life we should order pizza. Oh, that's in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the difference between the two of us. Peyton, re- <laughs> Peyton remembers feeling like the sleepover was a little different from the others that she'd been with them recently. Mm. Morgan didn't want to stay up all night, but wanted to go to bed and be up kind of early in the morning. Sounds like you. Let's hope the similarities end there. I hope so, so aside from this seeming a little weird, it wasn't too sinister a choice, so Peyton didn't think that much of it. Yeah, I'm glad you took that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, Morgan's mom, Angie. who was having the girls in her house for the sleepover, said this at the next morning, yeah. quote, and we wake up in the morning and we had donuts and strawberries for breakfast. Oh, that's a really nice breakfast. And everything was very normal. The girls were laughing and having a good time. Yeah. And um, they asked if they could go to the park. And I didn't think anything of it. I said, of course you can go to the park. Morgan said goodbye and told me she loved me. Oh, End quote. That's a really And it's like, quote. I want donuts and strawberries for breakfast. I don't have either of those things. Why do we have donuts for breakfast? Why have we never done this? I don't know. Let's do it. I think we should do it. Yes. In the interview of HBO, mm. Angie looks genuinely so tired yeah. when she says this part. Like, and she looks as though she has thought about this morning over and over and over and over again. And when mm-hmm. she says it, she just looks exhausted all the way down through to it's a just soul. A week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks like she's having a hard time with it, Aww. genuinely. I'll give her a big hug. The girls had a plan. Or rather... Two of the girls had a plan. Not a cunning plan. Anissa and Morgan had decided to kill Peyton. Great. That's This wasn't, so they say, Mm. to satisfy some murderous rage of their own, but rather for Slenderman. They said they believed that they were his proxies, children who acted on his behalf. And once they had killed Peyton, as he had told them to do, yeah. They could live with him in his creepy abandoned mansion forever. Ooh, what fun. So he wasn't going to kidnap them. He was going to let them live there. Yeah. Because they're special. Yes. And the chosen ones by Slenderman. Yes. They decided to do this, but he told them to do it. Yes. So they're not making a decision if he's given them instruction. Exactly. Girls, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so they played at the park on the playground equipment. Yeah. And once, because they're 12. Yeah, it's so because they were the when they were going on like climbing it. frames and slides and shit. And yeah. once they were done playing on the park equipment, mm-hmm. personally for me, this just really highlights how young they are. Yeah. They went into the small building that housed the toilets. Okay. In later interviews at the police station, yeah. Anissa tells how she wanted to kill Peyton <laughs> right there Jesus. and then. Jesus! So, That's awful. Quote, what the fuck? There was a drain for the blood to go down. <laughs> A blood drain. Great plan. We were going to kill her. Sit her on the toilet, lock the door, and then leave for Nicolette. Oh From what God. I've read on the Creepypasta wiki, it's easier to kill people if they're either asleep or unconscious. Yeah. When you look into a person's eyes, you can see yourself, and you don't want to be killing yourself. 
So I asked Bella if she could, like, put herself to sleep. I kind of went like that to her forehead and banged her head up against the concrete. I don't like screaming. That's one thing I can't handle. End quote. And then she just calmly took a drink of water. <laughs> she's fucking 12. She's 12 and she's, she's 12 years separated old. From society. And I watched this interview and just yeah. watching her say all this and then calmly just have a sip from a bottle of water. And I was <laughs> like, you're 12. I mean, do you remember when you were 12? Because I remember when I did and I had some dark thoughts. So, yeah, I remember when I was. Right. So, I just, I just want to say, yeah. when I was 12. Yeah. I was a creepy little edgelord and I had some dark <laughs> thoughts. However, yeah. I never tried to kill anyone. I never thought about like genuinely actually going through yeah. like like physically, yeah. you know what I mean? Playing like it out. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I never ended up in a police station telling a detective about <laughs> what I did, why I wanted to do it, and how it felt, and the research I did, and then just took a swig of water like it was fine. <laughs> and it's like there's a huge yeah, difference no. between being an edgelord as a mm-hmm. teenager and having yeah. dumbass thoughts yeah. and this. Yeah. It's like... If you're at that stage right yeah. now, don't freak Because out. Like, I've seen a lot of interviews with people, with, with adults, mm. who have killed people. Yeah. And... Some of them are really calm when they discuss it. Mm-hmm. But they're an adult. It's an adult person. This is a 12-year-old girl. And it's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck. So Peyton recalls how she was dragged deeper and deeper into the woods. Wow. Morgan came to look for them and eventually found them. Oh, God. Anissa tells the interrogator, quote, Morgan handed me the knife and says... I can't do it. You know where all the soft spots are. And then I give it back to her and say, you do it. Go ballistic. Go crazy. Make sure she's down. And then Morgan said, I'm not doing it until you tell me to. I started walking away. And then when I was like five feet away, I said, now, end Mm. quote. Morgan got on top of Peyton and sat on her legs so the other girl couldn't move. She said, don't be afraid. I'm only a little kitty cat. She leaned in and whispered in her ear, I'm so sorry, before plunging the knife into her friend. She stabbed her over and over again. And bitch is not sorry. Morgan told the police interrogator, so this is Morgan now, quote, I don't know what I did. It sort of just happened. It didn't feel like anything. It was like air, end quote. This is a 12-year-old girl calmly discussing what it felt like, what, what it physically felt like to stab her best friend. One thing I really want to get across from these interviews is how mm-hmm. calm both of the girls are. Yeah, they sound very chill. Neither of them are crying. Mm. Neither of them are visibly distressed. Yeah. They're very unemotional and detached, as though they're discussing a boring news report that they watched on TV the previous night. Mm-hmm. Morgan stabbed Peyton 19 times. 19 times. On a 12-year-old, that's almost everywhere. It's a lot. So Peyton told her friends that she was finding it hard to breathe and difficult to see. And Nisa told Peyton to lie down so that she would lose blood more slowly. And then they left her there in the woods on the ground. They told Peyton that they were going to get help. They had no intention of getting help. No. I mentioned a little while ago that Anissa talked about going to Nicolette. Yeah. That was indeed where the girls were heading. They had a plan. 
So the two girls, now that they had sacrificed their friend to please Slenderman, were going to go and live with him in his mansion, which which happened to be in Nicolette. Anissa told the police interviewer that the Slender Mansion, <laughs> the, the DLC, yep, was in the center of Nicolette National Park, which has over 1.5 million acres of woods. <laughs> inhabitants. No, but it like uh-huh. it has 1.5 million acres of woods. I don't think it does, Charlie. No, no, it does. Nicolette National Park, I looked it up, has 1.5 million acres of woods. Yeah, but I mean that Slenderman owns. No, she doesn't think he owns the whole... She thinks that his mansion is just in there. Oh, I was going to say that he can't... No, 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 so so that's a real place. Yeah, I get that. And she just thinks his mansion is in in there. (laughs) Yeah, basically. So proxies proxies could go and live in this mansion together with Slenderman, and according to Anissa... Yeah. All the other creepy pastas. Ooh, all the other creepy pastas. So basically, yeah. all the creepy online fictional yes. characters all lived in this big mansion together. I'm getting some Christian vibes here. <laughs> that was the next <laughs> sentence. I'm getting some, over here. I'm getting some Christian vibes here a bit, but that's a story for another episode. It is, and at least these two are twelve. That's They're a fucking like three part series. <laughs> that's like that's some deep shit. <laughs> so I think personally that yeah. it's a bit convenient that this mysterious spooky mansion just happens to be in their state. Oh, out of anywhere in the whole world, it just happens to be in Wisconsin. It's probably the first place they thought. So anyway, off they went. Literally just started walking through the woods in what they hoped was the right direction. (laughs) It doesn't seem to me like they thought this through a whole lot. So, right, so just let me put this into perspective. They had 300 miles of walking to do. I'm just going to say, like, like, obviously, it's hard to imagine living here in England, how huge America is. Yeah. So from here to David's parents' house in Swindon, miles. that's 200 miles. Yeah. They had 300 miles of just walking <laughs> to do. Bitches. You know what? <laughs> they deserve to find out what that feels like the hard way. So By this is walking through a lot of dense woodland. Yeah. They did not have camping equipment. No, I, I also looked it up. Mm. And bears live in the <laughs> National Park and Forests. And the two 12-year-olds seemed wildly unprepared to meet a bear. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Peyton, however, did not just lie down and die like they asked her to. Oh, thank God. The young girl couldn't stand up and could barely see, but she dragged herself on her hands and her belly towards the road. A passing cyclist saw her and stopped immediately, called 911 and got an ambulance for the poor child. Thank you so much. Dr. Brian Huckstuff is a doctor at the Waukesha Memorial Hospital Mm. and he attended to Peyton. Mm. She had five of the stab wounds on her arm, seven Mm. to her leg, and the remaining seven were distributed over her chest and abdomen. Mm. Peyton spent weeks in intensive care and is covered in dozens of scars. But she pulled through. She's so brave. She's so... I cannot imagine the trauma and lasting effects of having your two best friends attempt to take your life Mm -hmm. in such an up-close, intimate, and violent way. Yeah, and I'm so sorry and then doing it anyway. At 12 years old. Yeah. So we were discussing the effects of puberty and outside influence on the brain Mm -hmm. when it's developing at this pivotal age. I cannot imagine what something like that would do to you. It would just... Hindi probably for the rest of your life yeah so Peyton has actually spoken out about the attack since then and she seems Mm. like an incredibly brave and articulate young lady her parents have described her as quote a heroic survivor end quote and I personally feel as though that is probably a very accurate description of who she is definitely 
It did not take long for Morgan and Anissa to be caught by the police. Needless to say, the pair didn't get very far, which I'm sure doesn't Can surprise Can I guess you. how many miles they covered? I actually don't know. Oh. You look really disappointed. Because <laughs> I was going to say 0.2. <laughs> I mean, I know normally I do have that kind yeah. of it, but I, I don't actually know how far they got. Yeah. Um, they probably got bored and just sat down. I mean, needless to say, they they literally... <laughs> it. I can't imagine that they got very Yeah, far we're going all. to Slenderman's mansion and then just bullshitting the way through conversation in the woods. Yeah, they probably got like tired and they were like, oh, my feet hurt. Why aren't we there I'm yet? So it's sleepy. been like a whole Why hour and a half. Why can't he go pick us up with his long arms? So... <laughs> So you can watch the police interviews with them on YouTube, and mm. I really recommend looking it up because it's fucking creepy, fascinating. Or are they just irritating? They just look like twelve-year-old kids. They just look like you know when you're twelve and you literally don't know fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, they look like that, clue. and they sound like that. But like yeah. knowing what they did, it's like uh, it's like how is that in there? Yeah, it's it so weird. Fit. But they're just so flat about the whole thing mm-hmm. and they will just discuss it like it's wow it's not like they try and hide it or they seem guilty about it they yeah. seem like they think it's fine yeah. it's fucking weird it is weird it's honestly go and watch it because that's not okay each of them describes what happened so they describe the events leading up to it how mm-hmm. they feel about it what they believe about Slenderman and the actual attack itself right. the most notable thing as I've said already it's just how calm they are. Yeah. Neither of the girls is upset or sheds a tear throughout the whole thing. They speak in a very calm, flat way, mm-hmm. as though they're describing something really boring or something that happened in class at school. They are talking about the most traumatic events of their young lives, but you wouldn't fucking know it. No. You wouldn't know it. So both girls are obviously questioned separately. The stories that they tell the interviewers are the same. Hmm. So both girls believed that Slenderman is completely real, or they appear to believe that. Both girls were determined to prove his existence to be real. So they thought he was real, but they wanted everyone else to know that he was real. They were really invested in it. They really were invested in it, and they Mm -hmm. wanted everyone to know that he was real. Both girls described independently how they they believed that if they did not kill Peyton, that Slenderman Mm -hmm. would take it out on them. Yeah. They believed that the fictional creation would come and kill their families if they didn't go through with it. They make it sound like they've had communication with him. Oh, and they, I don't get it. Uh, because... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm not done. So Anissa <laughs> told her interviewer, quote, <laughs> I was really scared knowing Slenderman could kill my whole family in three seconds. And he has these proxies or servants, as people will call them. I wanted to prove all the skeptics wrong. I was surprised that she wanted to kill Bella, but also kind of excited. End quote. Fuck? I could understand wanting to prove Mothman is real, because why not? It's Mothman. I thought you were going to say, because Mothman is real. <laughs> and he's kind of hot. We know this. <laughs> what? Everyone has a weird little crush on Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> but Slenderman? <laughs> no. You don't, because what he's involved in is just—he's not real. Shady business. No, he's not involved gonna, in anything. We're going to talk about almost cryptid level people. Mothman, who is real, and a Mothman is—he's <laughs> <laughs> just chilling in the woods, squeaking, chasing cars, <laughs> minding his own business. But Slenderman's made out to be this horrific, creepy guy. Okay, so you're not allowed the mic anymore. <gasps> So I'm just going to get back to my little script because it's easier than debating to you the attractiveness of Mothman. <laughs> so Morgan explained that she saw Slenderman in her dreams. Don't you? <laughs> Did you say 
Dodge. No, I said told you. <laughs> I thought you went Dodge. <laughs> Dodge roll. <laughs> so she said that if he was stalking you, he would appear in your dreams and that you'll see him around when no one else can see him. I think it's just a nightmare. It goes further than that. Yeah, I imagine. We will get, like I said, I'm not done yet. We'll get Have to they it. Conditioned themselves unfortunately, to be okay with having nightmares of him. Unfortunately, I'm not done yet. So, seeing things that nobody else does is not a new thing for Morgan. <laughs> no. So, should we get into some early warning signs? Go on. Let's get into some early warning signs. Boopie. We've spoken a bit about how Anissa seemed like a bit of an edgelord with her internet history and comments about, lol, I'm sociopath, <laughs> but we haven't talked much about Morgan in the lead up to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, Angie Giza has spoken about potential warning signs that her beloved daughter Morgan may have exhibited in her youth. There are plenty of occasions, perhaps most of them, where Morgan behaved like a perfectly normal little girl. Mm. She played with her toys. She loved her pets. She always left a tooth under her pillow for the tooth fairy. Just like normal shit. Yeah. Yeah, that everyone does. Mm -hmm. However, however, her seemingly normal childhood is peppered with instances that caused her mother some alarm. When Morgan was three years old, she told her mum that she could see ghosts that would sometimes hug her and talk to her. Okay, get that to a doctor or a priest, whichever, I don't mind. <laughs> Whatever you believe in, just get it somewhere. <laughs> so she would say that she would see pictures on the wall in different colours. So, so she would see like, like almost like projected images that weren't there. Yeah. In like different colours and shit. She'd just see random shit. Right. She'd have really vivid dreams. Mm. And she also described... This, for me personally, is, like, the biggest flag. She described how her daughter seemingly had a lack of empathy. Oh. Which is unusual for a small child in a close, Mm. loving family. It is. So studies have shown that children begin to develop early signs of feeling empathy at around two years old. And it increases as the child grows older. This did not seem to be the case for Morgan, however. Angie told HBO that while there are a lot of examples of this throughout Morgan's childhood, and she did say there are a lot of examples about how Morgan didn't seem to empathise with others, there is one that jumps out in her mind in particular. So she'd put on Bambi to watch together with Morgan, and she was actually a little hesitant about Morgan watching it because she was worried that the scene where Bambi's mother is killed mm-hmm. might be too upsetting yeah. for her young daughter to watch. Because I mean, it is. you would think about this shit if you put like you if you have children, you would think about what's appropriate for them to watch. So Morgan wasn't sad at all, and she instead shouted at the TV for Bambi to run faster and save herself. <laughs> I knew that you'd she laugh needs, at that. She I knew needs that you'd to find watch. That funny. Um, What's that fucking film called? It's the animated film where, like, basically all the animals die. Watership Down. Yeah, that one. No, she doesn't need to watch that. I feel like this would have been even worse if she watched Watership Down. <laughs> no, she needs to watch Watership Down. She never needs to even know about it. And then it. be put in the woods by herself. <laughs> <laughs> the evil rabbit's going to kill you. It is. So, when Morgan was a little older, she would have pretend conversations with Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> although although they might not have been entirely pretend Nikini. for her. <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry, I'm laughing too hard. So does she like people so, or what? So she insisted that she could actually speak with him and that he allowed her to call him Valdi. <laughs> no, he did not. But still, oh. her mother didn't think there was anything more to this than childish oh. games. 
Yeah, because we read the book, so we were fully aware that none of it was real. Exactly. But, I mean, little kids play pretend. Yeah. And I guess if you're just a parent, how do you know when they're just playing pretend and if they're genuinely having hallucinations? (laughs) It's going to be difficult. Like, both of us had imaginary friends. Not when we were this age, when we were younger, because I remember... I can't remember mine. Now, you see, I can't remember mine, but I know that mum's told me about it. So I had an imaginary (laughs) friend who was, like, another little girl. I remember yours. Do you? Because I'm I'm old enough to remember yours. You had an imaginary mouse. (laughs) Oh, that's so You had an imaginary mouse. And I'm sure I remember, like, I remember you being in your bedroom talking to this little mouse. And I remember standing on the landing giving you the side eye, like, that mouse isn't real. I'm trying not to scream into my. But yeah, anyway, that's, that's given me some comfort. But yeah, she was, like, older than that by quite a lot. And she was fully chatting with Voldemort. That's creepy. It's a bit much. That's, that's so. Okay. So the two girls appeared in court in 2016 and they were charged. Mm -hmm. So Morgan was charged with attempted first degree murder and Anissa was charged with attempted second degree murder because Anissa gave Morgan the knife and she was like, you do it, go crazy, go nuts, kill her. Yeah, do it. So because she didn't actually physically do the stabbing, she got Mm -hmm. second degree, which I'm not sure I agree with that, but whatever. Um... Both children were tried as adults because the judge seemed to deem the crimes too heinous to be tried in juvenile court. Good. Also, if they were tried as children, then they would have mm-hmm. automatically been given the boot from the system when they turned 18. Yeah, it would have been expunged. Without any supervision. So the yeah. judge was like, nah. <laughs> That's not He's happening. like, nah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Ooh. Ooh, that was a motorbike that oh, went past. I don't know if I can edit that out because we were talking at the time. Did the slender on that bike? Going zoop. Collecting kids. I see. <laughs> with a big net just like scooping up kids I mean it's quite late if any, it's quite late if there's any children out now then they deserve to get scooped I'm just saying I'm not gonna get so where am I up to blah 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 blah, blah. Morgan Giza attempted no she accepted <laughs> she can't read. to read so she accepted a plea agreement to avoid a trial yeah. and she was evaluated by two doctors as ordered by the court they both ran out of the room didn't they no. So Morgan told the doctors that she could communicate with Voldemort, Harry Potter, Mr. Spock, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, to name a few. She was diagnosed with schizophrenia and psychotic spectrum disorder, which according to her psychiatrist makes her prone to delusions. Yeah. She pled guilty, but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. I think we found Chris Chan's cousins. Yeah, so this is very Chris Chan-y right now. And it, it makes is. me think, like, well, if this girl is seeing all these things and having all these conversations with people that don't exist, mm-hmm. Chris Chan, obviously, is he, he's not... I know that he's autistic. Has he ever been diagnosed with schizophrenia? Not that I know of. I'd need to look into it a little more to just refresh Same. myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be very interesting to see... Because obviously he's going to be receiving all kinds of like psychiatric treatment and evaluations in jail right now. So it'd be very interesting to see where that's going. Um, Anyway, so yeah, she was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. Okay. Interestingly, it's come out since then that her father also has schizophrenia. Oh. You would think, you would think that if he... You would think that if he has a mental illness, which is genetic, and mm-hmm. his daughter starts seeing things, talking with people who aren't there, and just behaving really strangely, mm-hmm. her parents might have thought to look into it a little more. Yeah, especially the mother. However, oh, so they were peppered in. They just didn't. 
he's fully diagnosed fully diagnosed and his wife and he's actually talked about his experiences with schizophrenia and how it feels for him to hallucinate and he knows that it's not real but it doesn't make it any less scary yeah and it's really fascinating to watch him talk about this but I'm just thinking why did you not fucking notice that that your kid was experiencing the same thing and it's like and it's like they've literally talked about her hallucinating yeah and they didn't put two and two together and it's like how embarrassing i know i said earlier that like you cannot blame the parents for this Mm -hmm. because they can't be on the internet with them all the time they can't know everything and see everything but i do think here there were some red flags that did not get flagged sure yeah this was a massive oversight to see i feel yeah Like, oversight is the word here. Mm -hmm. So, Morgan's lawyers have made repeated attempts to appeal the decision. And they argued that she should have been charged instead with attempted second-degree murder. This is on the grounds of self-defense. They're not saying that she was trying to defend herself against Peyton. So, they're saying that because Morgan believed that Slenderman would kill her family if she didn't kill Peyton, she was defending herself from Slenderman. But this guy could be debunked. Of course he can be debunked. He doesn't exist. Yeah, so how is that going to stand up? Exactly, so it didn't stand up. So these all got rejected, and each attempt at an appeal has been denied. Good. This is quite interesting. So the most recent attempt for her to appeal her sentence was actually earlier this year, in June 2022. Oh my So really recently. Morgan and her legal team put put a request forth for conditional early release, and a judge declared that she would have to be evaluated by three different mental health professionals. Ooh. Morgan received her first evaluation. Yay. And then she withdrew the request. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? I've seen the results. It's just not. Yeah, so I we can. bonkers for everyone. So we can only imagine that it Me did not Slendy go well. Stay in this so yeah, it, it didn't seem to go well. <laughs> oh my God. So Anissa Weir claimed that she was mentally ill at the time of the attack and pled yeah. guilty to attempted second degree murder. She was ordered by a judge to spend up to 25 years in a mental institution with a possible release after just three years she must also stay under state supervision until 2039 wow like morgan anisa has also appealed her sentence in 2021 she was released from winnebago mental health institute and lives with her dad the pair remain out of the public eye and she seems to be behaving herself it seems to i wonder what they're missing though so what happened the first time around so yeah, I have no idea. Anissa is the one, she doesn't seem to be like, it doesn't seem, because Morgan has schizophrenia, she mm. has delusions, she has hallucinations, and I guess with, yeah. she didn't get into Slenderman first, so Anissa got into Slenderman, and then when she started going off on all this edgy stuff, yeah. Morgan started to really believe it, and yeah. she was completely deluded. And then it was really embedded in her brain. Exactly. But with Anissa... Anissa was just a fucking edgelord. You're just going through phases. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I feel as though Morgan is dangerous because she isn't capable of distinguishing reality from mm-hmm. her imagination. Yeah. But Anissa is dangerous because she seems to be kind of sane, but yeah. just, she just doesn't care and makes terrible choices. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, so mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I feel about it. I agree with that. I mean, she was found by a court to be not guilty by reason of um, being mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And that's why she got sentenced to spend up to 25 years in a mental institution. So obviously, 
And from watching the videos, there must be something wrong with her because she yeah. just has such a lack of anything. Yeah. But yeah, just she just seems to really want to be like edgy and different. Yeah. Hopefully, she's grown mm. the fuck up. But I feel as though urging Morgan to kill her best friend. Yeah. That's gotta do stuff. That's not a fucking accident, though. You don't just. No. You make choices to. Keep you don't just impulsively. Do, like, she planned this out. Yeah. And she's now released. I'm not okay with that. It seems a lot. It's iffy. It Yeah. It, it seems very it. iffy. But, I mean, she is under state supervision until 2039. So okay. she has to... I don't know if she's allowed to really leave the state for extended periods of time. I don't know if they keep tabs on her. She probably has visits from, like, social workers and stuff. That's good. I don't know. As long as she's, like, supervised properly. You know they say, like, oh, yeah, she's supervised. I mean, I don't know if she is supervised properly because... Since she's been released, there's just mm-hmm. nothing on there. I think wow. because she's... I mean, I think is she still a minor at this point? Is she still, like... Is she, like, 2014 or something? was 12, so now it's 22. She'll be... Ugh. She'll be an adult now? Just about... Can't be that long ago. Yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. so... I mean, that's the end of the story. I just think wow. a lot of people online... Mm-hmm. A lot of news articles, a lot of documentaries about it blame the internet. Just so like, funny, like, like the internet. The news. Exactly, but a lot of people blame the internet as some like sort of big overarching bad guy. <laughs> and nope. it's I don't think the internet is to blame for this because, like no. you were saying earlier, I think if these girls were born like 60, 70 years ago mm-hmm. and the only media that they had was books, I think Morgan mm-hmm. would still have been totally obsessed with any piece of media she could get hands on and any fictional character she'd get hands on and I still yeah. think that Anissa would have wanted to be like a spooky edgelord yeah. and I think yeah what whatever form of sort of like entertainment or distraction exists Absolutely. I think they would have just sunk yeah. themselves into it and I think this was bound to happen mm-hmm. at some point I think something was definitely going to trigger both of them um, I think that there were signs from the parents that maybe they should have got involved a little more, but I don't think e- I don't I think, think that either much. sets of parents yeah. had a clue. No, no way. I don't think it's a case of they didn't care. Mm. They genuinely no. didn't see it coming. Yeah, and it- I feel really sorry for them because you can see in the videos and the interviews with them, like this whole thing has fucked up every family. Wow. Like, each family involved is fucked. Like, mm. and I can't imagine what it would do to you knowing that your child has done something like this. And you'd constantly be thinking, is there more I could have done? The answer's probably yeah. You could have done a bit more. Mm-hmm. But then, where do you draw the line? Do yeah. you constantly, like, supervise and watch them every second of every day? Because that child's got to account for themselves and learn to do exactly. that. Exactly. And it's like, even though it definitely seems as though Morgan is a lot more ill than Anissa. Mm, I think so too. And it does seem like she is not going to be released mm. from her institutions. I think because that's, she good, her, really. her brain is in a point where she cannot make rational choices because she cannot distinguish what's real and what's not. It's kind of sad. It's really sad. Like, it, it has me to a point feeling sorry for her. I feel sorry for her because she because genuinely is ill. Yeah. Like, she it. genuinely is ill. Mm-hmm. I think if she wasn't ill, she mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have done anything like this. No. I th- Anissa, I feel a lot more complex about. I feel a bit more cautious with her. Like, yeah, because it seems as though... Mind. She is more of mind. She definitely seems more of mind. She seems as well as though... I don't think 
from what I watched in terms of like police interrogation videos and Anissa herself talking, yeah, I don't know if I believe that Anissa fully believed that Slenderman was real. I think to her, yeah, it was more of a game. So I think for her, she really enjoyed, yeah, the behavior as though he was real. Yeah, the intensity. Yeah, and I think as well the fact as well that she had the knife, and she gave it to Morgan and said, "You do it," because Mm -hmm. she knew that Morgan believed it. Believed it. She would. Yeah. Yeah. Because Morgan believed that Slenderman was stalking her and was after her. Whereas I think Anissa probably knew actually deep down, none of this is real. I'm not prepared to stab somebody over this. But she still wanted someone to stab her Mm -hmm. because she said herself she was excited. And the fact that she was excited about killing another 12-year-old. That's fucking creepy. That's a flag. I actually missed out of this. I always remember at the end something I missed out. Oh, nice. Bonus But one of them, I can't remember which one it was. I've got a feeling it was Anissa. Mm -hmm. It was Anissa. So I I remember typing this and it's not here. So I obviously didn't save it properly. But basically there was a quote from Anissa in the police interrogation room where Mm -hmm. she's describing the attack and she said that... um, after the incident in the toilets where she was like, can't you just go to sleep? And Peyton was like, no, I don't really want to. <laughs> um, yeah. They all left the toilets. Mm. And Anissa said, let's play hide and seek. And Peyton was like, I don't really want to play hide and seek. You just smacked no. my head into a concrete wall. I'm not feeling too good about this. Yeah. Um, and then Anissa said, oh, well, if you play hide and seek with us, you can choose the next game. Which is such a 12-year-old thing to say. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to recall all this from memory because I know I wrote it down, but obviously my script hadn't saved properly. Um, and so Morgan grabbed Peyton's hand mm-hmm. and she dragged her off into the woods to hide. And Morgan and Peyton were going to hide together. Yeah. But really Morgan knew that Anissa was going to come and kill yeah. Peyton. Yeah. Um, so she was going to hide with Peyton. And then when Anissa came, Morgan would be like, over yeah. here, we're over here. Yeah. Um, and then that's when the attack would happen. So they ran off into the woods together and Anissa was telling the detectives that when she was sort of counting and like waiting for them to hide, she told them that her and Morgan were going to go after Peyton, like two lionesses chasing a zebra. Fuck. Yeah. And it's like that predatory, we're going to come and kill you. Yeah. I'm going to come and kill you. But not like a pretend game, like for real. Like, this was real. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was excited by that. And she was thrilled. That's disgusting. By that. And that's really disturbing. But just as well, the flat, calm way in which she tells this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. It's very fucked up. It's fucked up. Truly. And that's our story. Yay. So, as it turns out, Peyton, I want to say Peyton's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's fine, fine. Obviously, no. she's gonna she's covered in scars, the poor girl. Yeah. She's gonna be mentally traumatized forever. Yeah. Um obviously her injuries have healed, but like internally, I mean, I've got injuries and scars and shit, and I'm 32, and I get places that ache and play up and flare up based on old injuries. So mm-hmm. she's probably gonna have random aches and pains and shit for the rest of her fucking life because yeah. of this. And it's just really fucking shit. That'll be a fraction of what's going on. It's just really shit. And I feel so bad for her, but it seems as though she's a really 
brave, smart young woman now. It's nice to have a survivor on the show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's... Yeah, really she's proud. Yeah, so hopefully she's going to make a brilliant recovery. And She'll be amazing. Everything will be fine. I, I hope so. I she's really hope this. so. Um, but yeah, um, Morgan is still in her mental institution talking with Voldemort. And wow. Anissa <laughs> is free. Yeah. And that's it. That's story time so happy story time sunday Woo-hoo. have a good evening hope you enjoyed that hope you don't crazy <laughs> wild mess that i just told you um yeah if you have any case recommendations if you have any stories that you want to hear about mm. please let us know let us know so either drop us a comment on the instagram page send me an email at creeps and crime storytime at gmail.com um, if you have the time to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform you listen to this on, we'd be eternally grateful because we just love seeing what people think. That little glowy starlight look. Yep. Lights up our eyes and our Um, That was so cheesy. It was. Oh my god, disgusting. Such an Edward. Let me think, what else do I want to say? Yeah, I think that's it. So I'm going to put up the photos related to the case on the Instagram account, which is Creeps and Crime Storytime. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. I'll put the links in the show notes for my sources and I'll put up a link as well to the police videos on YouTube you that I recommend me. you watch. Totally. Yeah. Thank you for telling me I had an imaginary mouse. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure mum will have more stories about the mouse mm. um, because I was only probably about six. So <laughs> just like my sister's a widow. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure. Hold on. If you were six, I would have been two. No, you were older than two, actually. I would have been maybe like eight if, if you yeah. were like four or something. Yeah. Four. Anyway, we were, little, we were little. We were little. Yeah, we were tiny um, We were so cute. But yeah, have a lovely Sunday. Um, please. Mm, have a good Sunday. Don't read Creepypasta and then kill your friends. Yeah. Don't even try. Don't even try. <laughs> don't try. <laughs> um, be nice to each other and we'll see you next week. Mm, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.